Welcome to the Brand Design Masters podcast, the show dedicated to helping you build the skills you need to design bulletproof brands for yourself, your business, and for the clients and customers you serve. And now, here's Philip. Hey guys, the following podcast episode comes from a YouTube live stream I did recently. Many of you in my audience have requested that I make my live streams available as audio so you can listen to them on the go, rather than just being tethered to a computer. So I've started to republish some of my lives as podcasts to make that possible. I share a boatload of valuable tips and tools and methods and resources on my live streams, and I want to be sure that you guys don't miss a thing. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and if you do, please take a moment to rate us on your favorite podcast listening platform or share the show on social or with a friend or a colleague. And with that, on to the show. Hey, everybody. What I wanted to talk to you about today is kind of near and dear to my heart, which is websites. And in particular, the seven biggest mistakes that I think that creative uh, designers and entrepreneurs make when they're doing their website. Number one, talking too much about you. One of the things that I see that designers and entrepreneurs do more than anything is especially people who are just starting off in their careers or have been out for a while. It's like you come to their website and the first thing that they say is, I am Joe Smith and I am an expert in this kind of graphic design or you know, copywriting and I went to X school and I've worked with these clients and my passion is blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing. No one will come into your website, possible clients anyway, wants to know who you are. They want to know what you can do for them. They want to know that you understand their problem and that you know what the solution to their problem is. Then you have the skills to solve it for them. But the first thing that you want to do on your website is you want to state a problem. You want to state your target customer's problem. Is your website broken? Are you having trouble with social media? Is your brand all over the place? Are you looking for that new killer app? Whatever it is that you do, you want to state what you do as a question to your client so they can identify with you and your solution as soon as they come to your website. They don't want to hear, I'm Joe Smith and I'm a great graphic designer and I've worked with all these clients and I specialize in blah, 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 blah. Stop talking about yourself so much. Now, that said, it doesn't mean that you don't talk about yourself at all on your website. There is a time and a place for that, right? But you have to create a level of a customer journey. And that customer journey has to start off with the customer and what their problem is and what they want solved. Biggest number one mistake, bar none, that I see when I look at, and I look at tons and tons and tons of creative professionals' websites, obviously because of the masterminds I do and the teaching I do and courses and all that sort of stuff, right? And, you know, I've been in the industry for 10 zillion years, so I've seen a lot of websites, and that's the biggest problem that most people do when they come right out of the gate. That's mistake number one. Now, Mistake number two is doing too much stuff. One of the things that designers have a tendency to do sometimes is it might be a little imposter syndrome. It might be a little insecurity. It might be a little wanting to look bigger than you actually are. But a lot of designers want to put the kitchen sink on their website in terms of their capability set. I do brand strategy and consumer insights and trend and graphic design and style guides and marketing and content and blah, 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 blah. Huge lists, right? where it looks like you are a global agency, maybe you are a global agency, that have 50 people working for you. And so 
I urge you to try to be a little more judicious about what it is that you put on your website in terms of what you do. Because to a certain extent, it's the same thing with that customer journey. When a, when a client comes to your website, they want to know that you focus on the skill and you are killer. You're, you are the killer app at doing the thing that they want solved. So if you give a massive laundry list of everything uh, you know, on the moonscape in terms of branding and design that exists out there, they don't know what you're really, really great at. And so try to will that down. Try to be a little more you know, planful, judicious, reserved about what it is that you put on your site in terms of where your strengths lie, okay? Because people want to know what you're really great at. So put down there what you're really great at. There is no shame in not having a laundry list of 15, 20 bullet points of things that you do. That is number two, doing too much stuff or saying that you do too much stuff. Number three, number three is hiding your work. This is the thing that really surprises me, actually. And that is that sometimes you really have to dig on designers' websites to find their freaking work. And you may go to a, you know, you may go to portfolio and then there's, you know, maybe one case study or there's a slider or there's a gallery. And then you click through to that one, takes you to a case study. But then you have to click back out and then you have to go to another thumbnail or you, the navigation can be hard. I think it's a good idea to put some of your work, at least maybe your three top projects as thumbnails on your homepage. So anybody coming to your website, if they get no farther than your homepage, they get a little bit of hit, a little hit of your work. They get a little taste of either the clients you've worked for or some sort of kind of key images for key case studies that you want to highlight or key work that you want to highlight. Because let me tell you about this in terms of web traffic, when people go to a website, the landing time, the, the homepage time kind of on average on design sites is anywhere from like 10 to 40 seconds. And then they bounce. The percentage of people making it from your homepage to another page, that population of people or traffic drops off by about, you know, to about 25%. So maybe a quarter, if you're lucky, of the people who land on your homepage actually even go to your portfolio. So think about that. Do you want everybody who comes to your website to get just a little visual of your work? Yes, you do. Because if you're going to lose 75% of the people before they ever get to your portfolio, that's a shame, right? That you haven't been able to get any kind of any visual hit, any kind of you know establishment of your design chops with your visitors to your website. So don't hide your work. You know, have a few pieces right up front on the homepage. And then when you do go to the portfolio, Make sure that it's really easily navigatable, that you have a thumbnail page, you click into a, you know, a case study, and then you can click right back out and right back into another one. I've seen so many that are like linear and they're, you know, see the next case study, and then you have to go from case study to case study, and they're just really hard to navigate. So make it super, super easy for people to navigate through your work. All right, that's number three. Now, chances are many of you listening might have first come across me via my YouTube channel. Building my presence on YouTube has done more to build my personal brand than any other platform. So I want to share with you the one resource that was critical in growing my channel. It's a YouTube plugin called TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy is a freemium browser extension that you use to manage and optimize your YouTube channel videos. It saves a massive amount of time doing the mundane tasks like adding cards, in managing your video descriptions. 
but it also provides incredible value through its video analytics, showing you data about your competitors' videos that's absolutely invisible without it. It also helps with adding metadata to your videos so they show up better in search. If you want to take your YouTube work to the next level, you have to get TubeBuddy. You can support this podcast by signing up through our affiliate link. Just go to TubeBuddy.com slash Philip Van Dusen. It's easy to remember. Just type in TubeBuddy.com slash Philip Van Dusen to check it out. By adding TubeBuddy to your video workflow, I guarantee you your channel will grow much, much faster. Just go to TubeBuddy.com slash Philip Van Dusen and sign up for TubeBuddy today. Number four is not letting customers tell your story. If you have ever had a client, you have a testimonial. And so every single client that you have and you do any work for, immediately upon finishing that project for them, you ask them for a testimonial. You shoot them an email, and if they don't give it to you in a couple days, you shoot them another one two or three days later, and then they don't hear from them, and you shoot them another one in a week. Give them three shots at it. Don't feel shy because you delivered great work for them, right? Ask for a testimonial. Say, I'd love a testimonial, just two or three sentences about your experience in working with me. Generally, people give you a lot more than that, but when you use testimonials on your website, number one, you want to make it really easy for people to do. So don't ask them to write a book. Number two, you're going to have to edit it anyway if you're going to feature it as a testimonial quote on your website, on your, you know, on pages of your website. And you're going to have to edit it down anyway. So if they give you a lot, it's great. Then you can edit it. But if they give you just three or four sentences, if it's a good testimonial, put it on your website because people will believe other people more than they'll believe you. So on your homepage, after the banner, you drop in and you say, you state their problem. You tell them how you can solve it. Testimonial, someone whose problem you solved couple shots of your work. Boom, boom, boom. They never got off the homepage, but they see a little bit of your work. Underneath that, another testimonial, how great your work is, whatever that testimonial is. Let your customers tell your story for you. If you have ever worked for a client, you have a testimonial. And every single client that you work for, you have to work really hard at getting getting a testimonial. Okay? Because testimonials will speak quotes about your work, about projects they've done for you, that will speak louder to your prospective clients coming to your website than anything you say, all right? It's a fact. People will trust other people about you more than they will trust you about you. I know it's weird, but that's how word of mouth marketing works. And so get those testimonials and put them on your site. Let your customers tell your story. Okay. All right. Number five, being opaque. The other thing that I see a lot of times is people not being genuine. They're not being authentic. They're not sounding like themselves. They sound like what I like to call brand bots. They sound like a brand bot. They don't have any personality. They don't feel, I guess, secure enough to let their their personality come through in their copywriting. And you can't hear the person inside of the brand bot talk. Don't be opaque. Be a human being. People like to do business with people, right? So make yourself a person. Sound like somebody. Sound like yourself. And you can't shroud what you do in mystery. You want to be really upfront about what you do, what your strengths are, and how you solve people's problems. Being artfully poetic, leave that to the fine artists and their gallery statements, okay? You want to be really straightforward and 
The other thing I would say is keep your copy short, like really short. I could go to almost anybody's website right now and say, cut out half of this copy and they would still be fine if they, if they were just super, super concise about what they were saying and did it in a way that felt really authentic. Because the more copy you write, number one, people don't read websites anymore. They won't read more than a paragraph. They get bogged down, they skip. It's like the attention deficit disorder the internet has foisted upon us. So be really direct. Let your personality show through. Don't make people have to dig through volumes of copy to get the information that they need. Be upfront, be transparent, be authentic, okay? And leave the, the poetic vagary about the mysteries of the branding process to somebody else because people want to know how things work. People want to know what's behind the curtain. They want to know how you do what you do, what working with you work, looks like, what an interaction feels like. And if you shroud it in some sort of you know, design thinking, mystery verbiage, you're not going to get there. Another thing I see on designers' websites a lot of times is no about page. Now, I know I said, don't talk too much about yourself at the very beginning. But what I mean by that mostly is don't talk about yourself the first thing you do on your homepage. Big picture of you, I am so-and-so and so-and-so, and, so and I do this, this, this. There is a time and place for that. And that place is number six, the about page. About pages is a very standard Google SEO uh, kind of navigation handle that Google uses. So call it about, number one. In your nav menu, call it about. And Google will know how to classify that. And so rip the metadata. But on your about page, picture of you, and then you can tell a little bit of a story about yourself. That's where, again, you let your personality shine. Whether you write it in first or third person, meaning I, 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 I is mean first person or he or Philip or, you know, like someone else wrote it or bio about you um, is up to you. There's no perfect way of doing that, but that's where it belongs. I am also a big fan of letting a little bit of your personality show through at the very tail end, a couple sentences on like your dog or your cat or where you like to vacation or that you're a snowboarder, or, you know, you love scuba diving with sharks, whatever that is, you know, some little fun snippet that's going to humanize you. But I see so many websites where people have a no about page or it's very, very skimpy and no personality comes through or they don't have a picture of themselves. And that's the one thing that just blows me away is that people don't have pictures of themselves on their about pages. Have a picture of yourself. Have a truthful picture of yourself. Um, yeah, I talked to someone recently and I was reviewing their website, saw their website and the photo they had on themselves. And then I had a Zoom with them later and the photo was obviously 20 years old. It was 20 years old. And so don't misrepresent yourself. Be truthful, be honest. Be transparent about who you are because people want to see who you are. People do business with people. Okay. So have an about page, have a picture of yourself, have some clear content about your background, what lights your fire, what you've done in your career, couple person, personal kind of story type of statements to humanize you and you're going to be good. This episode of the brand design masters podcast is sponsored by bring your own laptop. BYOL.me is a top-tier Adobe application video training website featuring Daniel Scott. Daniel's a certified Adobe trainer and keynote speaker at the Adobe Max conference every year. At BYOL.me forward slash Philip, you can learn everything from the basics to advanced aspects of your favorite Adobe applications, all for one low monthly subscription fee. 
visit byol.me forward slash philip, P-H-I-L-I-P. Again, that's byol.me forward slash philip. I just know you're going to be amazed at Bring Your Own Laptops courses. And finally, number seven is no thinking. (laughs) And what no thinking means is that, again, this is to a certain extent the brand bot thing. People want to understand how you think, how you process information, how you interact with your clients, what your conversational style is like, what you're an expert at, the sort of content that lights your fire, what are the trends and topics that you follow. So that's why I am a huge advocate of content marketing for creative people, because it gives clients an understanding of how you think. So having a blog on your site is very helpful and having some sort of thinking that shows, you know, whether you write, whether you tweet, whether you do that through imagery and Instagram, um, whether you've hosted conversational things on, you know, on Clubhouse, show that you're thinking, show that you're putting out some thinking and um, put that up front. I always also put a little bit of content on the homepage so people can understand that I'm not just a mouse pusher. Because if you are offering more than just mouse pushing (laughs) design and some sort of thinking, some sort of engagement, have a point of view about what you believe in, what you think is current, what you think is important in the design world today, in the entrepreneurship world today, in the website world today, in the business world today. Demonstrate that you are thinking about helping people's businesses. And you do that through content, or you can also do it through just the copy on your homepage. But show that you are thinking and don't sound like a brand bot. Okay. And that is it. That is all I was going to share with you today. Those are the seven things that I think are the biggest shortcomings. So don't talk too much about you right out of the gate. Don't try to show that you're doing too much stuff. Don't hide your work. Make it really, really easy to get to and navigate through your portfolio. Let your customers tell your story for you. Don't be opaque. Have an about page and use it and show some thinking. Those are my recommendations. Now, if any of you don't know about this, I have a private Facebook group. It's called Brand Design Masters. And it is, if you go to facebook.com slash groups slash brand design masters to join, you have to fill out a short form. It's a great group of 2,500, 3,000 creative professionals in there who are, and it's only a few months old, very vibrant community. People are sharing work. They're getting feedback. They're sharing resources and tools and asking each other questions and networking with each other. And it's a really, really cool, vibrant group. So if you're looking for a fun group to network and grow your span of connections in the creative professional sphere, go to Brand Design Masters, the group on Facebook and join. So get over there if you're not in there and check it out. And then just to remind you that I am currently interviewing people for the uh, Brand Design Masters Guild, number four. So this is the fourth iteration of the paid mastermind group that I run. It's a 12-week group, and um, there are 10 people in the group, including myself. So nine of the people and me. And we do our Zoom every week for 12 weeks. And then you also do a one-on-one with one other guild member and that rotates over that time as well. There's a private Facebook group where everyone interacts when we're not in the Zoom meetings. 
it's an incredible, incredible experience. And it's really amazing. So if you go to philipvandusen.com slash mastermind, that will take you to a quick little form. It's got about six or eight questions on it. It won't take very long. You have to tell me a little bit about your business and confirm that you are willing if after we have a Zoom conversation, you would be open to investing in it. Then we'll set up a Zoom and we'll talk about it. And if it seems like you and your your needs, your goals would be a good fit for the guild, we'll get you in there and it'll be an amazing experience. I absolutely guarantee you. So check that out, philipvandusen.com slash mastermind for the Brand Design Masters Guild. If you'd like to help support the Brand Design Masters podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you want to stay up to date on all our content, products, courses, and live video shows, head over to philipvandusen.com muse and sign up for the Brand Muse newsletter. That's where we share all the latest news, resources, articles, books, and videos that we recommend to help you build and improve your creative practice, personal brand, and business. That's philipvandusen.com muse, M-U-S-E. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now.